Rich, how are you? The word that comes to mind, which is a word that's made up of two words, is bittersweet. Oh, I mean, it's nice it has the sweet part. <laughs> there's a sweet part. There's no doubt there's a sweet part. All right, so what's, what's got you feeling bittersweet? You and I have a startup together. We don't just have this podcast. It's called a board. That's right. And a board is this big, beautiful, sprawling, sophisticated software platform. And by platform, it means there's all kinds of things you can do with it. We've built 10 square miles of software. A board does a little bit of everything. It's a, yes. It's got chat and data and all the stuff because we yes. want to sort of make it easier for people to get their work done. But we're like... You know what will resonate is let's bring in more of the web. Let's make it and let's make it really easy to bookmark stuff and bring it into this thing because people are always saving things online. All the time. And we made one use case in the demo and it was, hey, you're looking at Zappos buying a shoe. Yes. We thought we were changing the world and we were going to tell everyone how to work better and be smarter. And it turns out when you show people how easy it could be to bookmark a shoe, mm including very powerful people, <laughs> their eyes light up and they, they get excited. Yeah. And that's the sweet part. People said the magic words to us. I can think of 10 ways to use it. When can I have it? I really want it. And so they, when someone tells you that's really cool, good luck, or that's neat, I can see how that's worth it for other people. People are always nice. When they give you a personal, when, they, when you see people connect personally to it and immediately in, like inject it into their lives, you know you're onto something. It's so, completely different as an experience than the other one where they're like, thanks for your time. It's powerful. Yes. And we, we think we've, we're onto something there. We do That's too. That's the sweet part. But the bitter part. What's the bitter part? I built miles and miles of beautiful landscape. Spent Beautiful lot, software. Spent lots of money. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody this, wants to hear about it. This is, you know, I have tweets that have gone viral. Somebody sent me an email. They're like, somebody just quoted one of your tweets to me today. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. It's pretty cool, except it was actually copied by some influencer onto their Instagram. Of course. Yeah. Anyway. What, what was I'm, the quote? I can't help but ask. Oh, it was, it's a, it's a, this little line I wrote, which is, um, a parody of a song. It's when the moon hits your knees and you mispronounce trees. Sycamore. Ooh. It's brutal, right? But it had millions That's of people. That's an incredibly airtight little poem. It was just, it was just on, and it, it completely got stolen. And you know, just like it's just absolutely, it's Open part of source. It, Paul, part of the culture now, right? <laughs> it's a little confusing sometimes to have built a career explaining technology sensitively and thoughtfully yeah and uh, spent an unbelievable amount of time learning things so i can write about and convey them yeah and then realize that mispronouncing trees might be my human legacy it, it might be but that is where you meet people you meet people with a good line a good joke something that they can put in their pocket now that doesn't mean they won't give you the rest of the, they might give you some time on the other side of that because like oh you're the guy who put the shoe in the bookmark or you're the sycamore guy yeah accepting this is hard i think we do it because we're technologists and we love the idea of creating i'm going to throw out a catchphrase. Maybe this is the title of the podcast. You're the editor. You decide. 
a possibility engine. Well, okay. So this, I, this is the meat of it, and this is the advisor's part, which is that there are all these moments in the history of editorial work over the last 15 years where editors sit their teams down yeah. and say, we have a pretty popular blog, but it's not as popular as it should be. Yeah. I need more viral hits. <laughs> right. Right. Who Can you get me viral hits? Yep. And uh, that, why doesn't that work? It because that's not that's not coming from the core of the thing. Certain things are only emergent. Exactly. Got to do them every day, and then you get a sense of the form. And then it's funny as someone who can occasionally do things that get spread pretty far and wide. Yeah, you know, you know, you're not. It's not 100 percent accuracy, but every night, like I still write for Wired. I know which columns are going to kind of quote hit and pick up speed on social media or not. But there's something else that I think that 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 you do that is not is less common which is you do not sit down and i've seen you work through your articles on a monthly basis you don't sit down and say how do i get a big bang out of this one you can't it doesn't work it doesn't work you turn, it doesn't you work. turn the wheel they're not all hits they're not, they're all, not hits. all hits i mean think of it pick up any artist's albums right and and if you're lucky you have one hit per album if you're a superstar if i may if i may uh, observe you, Paul Ford, and talk about you. You're one of the few people I know whose superpower. You happen to be a great writer, but your superpower is what you're missing, which is ego, which is where the bitter comes from. I want everybody to love all my ideas unconditionally. Oh, <laughs> and all oh. the software I built unconditionally. Trust me, Rich. I work with you. Yeah, I know you do. It's, it's not easy to toil away in the woodshed and build a thing, wheel it out to the neighbors, and they just kind of shrug and say, that's sort of neat, and they walk away. I've been working on the thing for such a long time. I've, I've been doing software for a very long time. It is, it's much easier for me today. I used to get angry. I used to get upset at people for not buying into my vision of how the world is supposed to work. Now... I'm very happy. The sweet has completely overwhelmed the bitter, to be frank. I think, so you wait for this moment. So, so there's a great, there was a poet named Don Marquis who, who did a series of poems about a cockroach and a cat named Archie and Mahidabel, but also wrote other kinds of poems as well. His line about poetry was that publishing a book of verse is like dropping a feather into the Grand Canyon and waiting for the echo, right? Like there's just, <laughs> yeah. and he was a hit. He yeah. had hits. He yeah. was successful. Yeah. You, the fantasy of the hit, the fantasy of things locking in is so pervasive. And the reality is that 99% of the most successful people you see, you don't see the, you don't see the 99.5% of it. That is meaningless grind. And failure. And failure. Right. Failure. Going into a meeting and knowing of 20 minutes into a three-hour meeting that this is going to go badly oh, yeah. is rough, and you have to power <laughs> through that. And, and, and I think we're diverging from what the, the real message here is, which is how, like, put the ego aside, speak simply and empathetically to what's going to connect for people, no matter what it is. We're talking about software, but the best, the best, best marketers the best communicators 
really keep shaving it down and sanding it down. Less words, simpler. You've told me this in the last few weeks as we think about marketing a board. One idea at a time. Well, this is... Which can sound arrogant and condescending, no, no, but it's not. It's not. It's actually... Um, and it, it's... I gotta be frank, it's difficult because I what I worry about is that all sorts of ethical, cultural, emotional aspects of the things we built will just get swept under the rug because people will see it in a certain way and that's all they will understand. They'll appropriate it. And that will be success. It will be success. Our job will be if people do appropriate this and say, This is mine now, yeah. Our job is to support them. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to give them exactly what they want. Giving people exactly what they want is how you get Facebook. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, like, you can bring them closer, hear them, and still have an opinion about the direction of your platform, for sure. What I want to build are tools. I don't want to create perfect human happiness. I want to create really good tools. Well, that good luck with that. Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. What I think we're saying is that, look, you're going to work, you, you're going to have this set of goals, and they're probably going to be pretty aspirational and pretty abstract. And then you're going to crank along for a while, and then you might see something that locks in with people. Yeah. And it's probably going to feel really reductive. It's going to feel too small. Yep. But that's your starting point. It's that's your, your kernel. Actu- you actually have to look at all the other stuff you did and say that was just prologue. And now we finally got to the first chapter. Absolutely. And that takes discipline and humility. I don't love it because now I have uh, another couple of years of work to do. I've seen consultants, I've seen product managers, engineers, designers. I have seen every kind of person blow themselves up on the deck where they need to convey every aspect and ambiguity in their discipline. Let's go back to what you said earlier. If people aren't buying in, you're not going to force them to buy in. No, Put aside not. power dynamics. There are people who, who are like, boss, that's a great idea. Put that aside. That's nonsense, yeah. right? If people aren't buying in, you're not going to convince them to buy in. And when, you, when you're sampling a dozen people, they're probably signaling to you how a thousand are going to react. So just take it in. It is what it is. You're not going to convince them they're wrong. Customers, users, however you want to characterize the other side of the, the, the screen, frankly, uh, they're right. They're just right. Let's be clear. We haven't launched this software yet, but the story we've been telling for the last few years, people have been saying, oh, it's workflow. Well, I need these five things in order to organize my teams. And, and, and it's five different things every time we talk to a different person. And it turns out that what they really wanted was a place to put their shoes. It's fundamental. It's basic. Yeah, but there was no way. Nobody would ask us for that. No. 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 You got to kind of keep banging away. That's right. And so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it can be really hard because the advice here sounds like, oh, go for it. Essentially, you're not going to get the viral hit. You're not going to get people to lock in unless you do all the grind and get it through. Yeah. And then you're going to say, hey, I think this might work. And then when their eyes light up, double down. Yeah. And it's the, the actual truism is that people can handle exactly one idea at a time. Absolutely. And if it's the wrong one, don't dig in. It's not going to help you. They've no. done, they're done. They've moved on. No, <laughs> and then you're going to have a couple weeks where you need yep. to like, you can come back with another idea a couple yeah. weeks from now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see this theme over and over again. Great filmmakers leave a lot on the cutting room floor. Did you watch um, Apocalypse Now Redux? I have not seen. What no. is that? 
It's the special edit. It's the director's cut of Apocalypse Now by Francis it's Ford like Coppola. Two hours longer. It's like another like hour and a half longer, <laughs> and it has like two whole sub narratives of Marlon Brando rambling. No, in the it's dark. like they go to they go to this French colonial house up the river, and they. I think I need to see this. That's one of my favorite movies. I'm going to tell you something. It's not good. You don't need to see it. <laughs> you just don't a bunch of extra films. Oh, and every you know the the film critics were like, "Well, this this just restores a vision of Coppola." And so that's academic. That's I, nonsense. I just you know what you want to see? You want to see Robert Duvall in the helicopters while Flight of the Valkyries plays? Like yeah, like okay, yes. If I want to you know truly invest myself in this Vietnam narrative, sure, okay, yeah. I need to see what was in Coppola's brain. You see this theme over and over. It's actually fascinating. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of the band Low. Yeah, sure. And a mutual friend of ours, which b- b- bugs the shit out of me, was hanging out in the studio while, while they were recording their new album. And he was telling me about how, about how Alan Sparhawk would walk up to the, the mixing board sure. and just turn off track after track to see if it mattered. And if you listen to Lowe's music, it's very spare, right. very kind of open and airy. And he's like, he's a genius. I'm like, he's a genius. He's just deleting stuff. But that's genius. But that's genius. Great, great directors cut it down to the bone. Great musicians cut it down. So simplify. Well, Lowe is kind of a musician's band too. The musicians are like, okay, he does that one thing. And he does it beautifully. They, but they I don't think he's it. doing it. And to your point about like you can't aim for the hits. He's not doing it thinking, okay, I'm going to really pull this one. He's genuinely having an interaction with a thing to simplify it to its essence. That's hard. I think we can say with tremendous confidence that Lowe is not aiming for hits. <laughs> Where they're done? Yeah. I think, I think I, they've, pat, they've here, turned the cord. Let me, let me, here's a top five Lowe song. Yeah. It goes like this. Yeah. Go careful. One of my favorite <laughs> bands in the world. It's a great sound. It's a great, it's a great sound. sound. But yeah. it is never going to be on like Hot 105 drive time. No, right? I always thought they were very cinematic. I, I'm surprised they're not in more movies and shows. That's and stuff, fair. Like the scene where, you know, someone is walking home after a terrible... It's windy. ...romantic nightmare. <laughs> yeah. and Low starts to play. I'm sure it'll happen. Look, keep it simple. Keep it TLDR simple. TLDR for this Ziotti and Ford Advisors podcast. Yeah, but it's not as simple as keeping it simple. Embrace keep, rejection. Try keep, again. Keep going until you see the simplicity. Uh, okay. See, I thought I had the good title. You have the better title. Keep it simple and keep going. Yeah. That's, you, you're, you can't start simple. You can't. It, it's hard. We th- we, we're convinced we are discovering a new continent <laughs> all over the time. It's, it oscillates. We should, I mean, what are our states? Narcissism, failure, <laughs> despair. <laughs> Occasionally, we just relax and go out to lunch. Look, Ma, I discovered a continent. Reaction. Ooh, coconuts. <laughs> Looks like a website. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, if you need any advice, get in touch. Hello at ZiottiFord.com or check us out on Zi- at ZiottiFord on Twitter. Yes. Uh, give us five stars if you feel so inclined. Uh, have a great week. I hope so. Bye. Bye.